0: Hey guys, what's up? It is May eleventh, and we're sitting here in studio. It's uh, Sal, Matt, Bobby, and myself, and Rich, uh, and
1: Rich, and Rich. Which who we just uh, we actually just found out that Rich, who is our head engineer, chief engineering officer, technically <laughs> yeah. uh, of the podcast, owner
0: operator of the podcast, <laughs> owner also owner <laughs>
1: operator of the podcast, has not left us a review on any of our platforms. So. Kind of a disappointing day. I mean, don't you guys usually want five-star reviews? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Sad trombone. Yeah. That was tough. That yeah. was tough. Oh, I'll get it done. I'll do it this week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what, Brad, you want to talk about last night? Yeah. So,
0: last night, uh, we got together. We had one of our last night at Sports and Social. It was a real loose, casual networking event. We had, I think, like 15 people show up all together. So, uh, it was kind of a last-minute deal. We had a speaker that backed out... Um, or prior engagement that we were going to have. So last minute, Blues game, Cardinals game, we went downtown, um, met some people, just hung out, pretty, pretty chill. I enjoyed it. It was nice. And I think, uh, we talked that we're going to start doing those like bi-monthly. So every other month we'll have like a more official mastermind type meeting. And then the following month we'll do a real casual get together somewhere, restaurant and, uh, just shoot the shit type deal.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that we, uh, we learned from that is although like the, the masterminds, the actual masterminds, it's cool to have the speaker. There's a lot of structure and organization going into them. But you, even with like the before and after shit, there's really not uh, enough time to like sit down and talk with people and get to know people. So we figure we just go all out every other month on one of those big ones and then do uh, a monthly get together where we go get drinks or we go get food or we go watch a game um, and just make it a little bit a little less informal and a little more get to know each other and see if we can help each other out.
2: Yeah. I had a blast. I I got to talk to John Gibbs for quite a bit last night and I never had a, like a one-on-one conversation with him that wasn't about just whatever was going on with like the mastermind or things like that. Um, and he just finished 75 hard yesterday. So shout out to him for doing that. And, uh, yeah he was uh he actually used to be a fat kid too like me so we bonded over over that he used to we used to both be about the same size so it was cool catching up with him and we actually texted a little bit today too so um really good like you said to talk with people in a more relaxed environment rather than be something that's super formal so excited to keep doing that
0: yeah i enjoyed it and uh sal was there with some buddies before the game uh he went and checked out the game which was cool harrison bader hit the first inside-the-park home run in Bush Stadium history.
3: No, no, no. Uh, that Bush Stadium. Bush, yeah,
0: well, you didn't know what? Most people knew what I was talking about. Yeah, again. Sal. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. And uh, so that was cool. We were there to see that. Um, But Sal is our coordinator of all current event topics. So, at least
1: I, I'm glad you redeemed yourself a little bit because you showed up for like five minutes at that event, completely missed the last event. And it was, what was the last event? He was like, oh, I got a, I got a trivia. Yeah, trivia night
3: got to stay up-to-date on the current events, bro. Trivia helps me
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Sal. <laughs> um, no, but it was fun. Uh, pretty good weather. Pretty hot at first, but no, that was fun. I'm, I'm excited to do more of those. And we did grab some content right before our videographer got kicked
0: out of the place, but uh, so we'll post something up here in the next couple days, probably uh, with that. But let's dive into what's going on in the world right now. Uh, Probably the most interesting thing I think is Tom Brady signs a deal with Fox Sports for three hundred and thirty-three. Oh wait, no, how much? Three hundred seventy-five million dollars. For a ten-year contract, over the course of his twenty-year career, he's made what three hundred and twenty-five or three thirty-three, three hundred thirty-three million dollars. To put that into perspective, I think uh, Romo makes seventeen and a half million dollars. So this is a huge step up. And what what I also think is super interesting about it is, do we even know if he's going to be a good broadcaster? Like they just threw a huge contract at him, and we don't even know if he's going to be a good broadcaster.
1: No. Like Everybody seems to really like Romo. Which, but like, that was a surprise. So, yeah, exactly. Like, that was a that was a big surprise because nobody really. I mean, not that they disliked him, but because he was on the Cowboys, like he wasn't that good of a quarterback.
3: So the cool thing about Romo is like whenever he calls games, he can like predict which play is happening. So he will literally like see the formation, literally call it the play, and then as soon as the ball is hiked, that's exactly what he's been calling. It. Yeah, so we don't that's, have that type of aspect from like other announcers. That,
1: that's definitely the the appeal of Romo is that he can sit there and he can because he's I guess you know played the game for so long he can call it out and he has gotten really good at it um, and so and he's like one of the like I mean obviously he's only been doing it for a couple of years but he's one of the best at doing it right now for sure. I think the fact that it's Tom Brady, the fact that he's the greatest of all time, the fact that everybody like in America loves the guy. Uh, I think they're trying to get ahead of it because Romo was. I personally think it will. N- I don't. I don't necessarily know. I don't think it'll be worth their investment.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think so either. Uh, I think it would be super cool if they got Peyton Manning in the booth with them. That would be cool. Yeah, Manning's great. Uh, I
2: mean, oh,
3: the Manning one—it's him and his brother at ESPN. It's one of the best thing to like listen to on Monday Night Football. It's so funny.
1: I don't think. Um, I don't think. Brady has like the the ad hoc. Um, I was trying to look back to see who was chewing gum because I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling
0: Colin right now. I'm the one. I'm the only one that wears headphones, so oh, yeah. I'm just sitting you here listening. You can just hear yeah, chomping. What everybody else is gonna hear for the first half of this. My
1: <laughs> bad. That fucking it's sucks. Cool. I'm not editing out every chew though. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: no, but I don't think like I think I I fuck I do love Tom Brady as a competitor. Um I just don't think he's got the personality like the ad hoc personality. Like when it's scripted and when when it's in one of his like uh Instagram videos or what's in a commercial, I think he's good. I think like just kind of ad lib like spur of the moment type stuff, I think he's I just don't think he's that interesting. You know did, what I mean? Did you watch the He's boring. Whenever they did the um the match and it
2: was Tom Brady, oh, man. Peyton Manning, and all that. Did you happen to watch that? Uh uh-uh. uh. So it, I think that would probably change your mind seeing him kind of like, like you said, like that ad hoc type deal. Um, I don't know. I think that he'll be good. I mean, that's a ton of fucking money, especially for someone whose career is not even over yet. But knowing how Tom Brady is good at just about everything, I feel like he'll smash it.
0: Do you? Yeah. I could be wrong. And I, I do think
2: that
0: officially seals the deal that this will be his last year. Like, I don't think he's going to, like... I mean... We'll see. Why Like, why not? Like, go sit in a booth and get paid almost $40 million. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think
3: his contract's up after this year for football.
1: It was a one-year. Yeah, right? No, two years. It was a two-year? Yeah. Wait. Oh, he retired? He came out of retirement? Yeah. yeah. After a, a year left. Got it. So, I've got one that's not on ours, but I feel like it's pretty interesting. Have you guys been seeing, which you don't hear about this a lot, that the... the Inner workings of all the drama at Barstool. Yes, yeah, I, I have. did see that. Yeah. Okay, I went down the rabbit hole last so, night on Twitter. So one of my favorite podcasts is Part in My Take. Uh, who this guy on there? Second favorite podcast. Hank. Well, <laughs> one of my podcasts I'm not involved in. So yeah, yeah. Um, Hank is the producer there, uh, and in his big cat and and uh, PFT. And then there's this guy I don't even know what the fuck Marty Mush the the other guy does. I know he did their uh, their the boxing minute. thing, and I think he does uh I think he does some of their like sports gambling stuff, yeah. if I had to guess. But Hank dated Rhea, who's chicks in the office girl, for a really long time, uh, like four years or something like that. And they had just broken up and they tried decided to say, okay, we'll keep this as uh, you know, as clean as possible. We're not gonna date anybody in the office. And then all this all these pictures came out on Reddit of Marty Mush and Rhea talking. So the interesting thing though is Barstool, in my opinion, has always been one that's like stay like when they're in the drama. I guess, well, actually, it's not that interesting. When they're in the drama, they just feed the fuck into it. Yeah, yeah, Like, they just push forward with it and double down. So instead of being like, hey, guys, let's fucking keep this under wraps, like, the whole office is split. Yeah. And then they're, like, interviewing people within the office, and then some people are like, listen, I'm not, like, the like, Big Cat got on one podcast. He's like, I don't, you know, wish any will, ill will on the guy. Like, I don't want to fuck up his career, but I don't fuck with him. Yeah. Like, if I see him, I'm not going to talk to him. That's about it which is interesting to me.
2: Yeah, they're they're totally split. Uh, shoot, e- Well, we were just talking about Tom Brady. Even Tom Brady weighed in on it, too. I don't know if you saw that, but Hashtag I think it was... Team Hank. Yeah, ju- uh, Julian Edelman, I think, was the first one to tweet Team Hank, and mm-hmm. then he retweeted it and said, cosign, um, and it's just like the ultimate, like uh, just fall from grace for Marty Mush, who's it, it just like not an attractive dude whatsoever and Rhea's not a bad looking girl and it's just like I just feel like that's a complete downgrade and I was never I don't know too much about all the different people at Barstool but they're
0: they do such a good job of marketing themselves Um, and it's fun to see the back and forth on Twitter now. And I also saw something associated with this that there's like a burner account on Twitter that is like basically i don't know if was it was like so many retweets or so many so
1: follows yeah so there's a person that is just like the biggest barstool fan that follows all of them that is like such a apparently such a whiz in terms of internet that he knows who in the office has burner accounts and has yeah. like has basically the paper trail to leak back to it so they said if team hank got trending that uh that he would go ahead and just post everybody that has a burner account that has okay. been talking about <laughs> shit on everybody in the office now that I talk about it it just it makes more and more sense. Like they now have they now have a fucking soap opera oh, in the middle yeah. like a, uh they have a reality TV show in the middle of Barstool because of this. So, okay, this might be slightly off topic, but since we're talking about
0: Barstool, I I told somebody this a couple months ago. Like we have ESPN, right? But what would you rather tune into as a sports show? Would you rather have like a Barstool sports channel or ESPN because I feel like in five to 10 years, like Barstool could be like a serious threat for like, you know, your go-to information as far as that sort of stuff. Like I'd much rather watch a Barstool episode than tune into SportsCenter.
2: For me, it's, I, I've, I've always been pulling up ESPN. I stream it. So I, like every morning, whenever I'm getting ready, I have ESPN SportsCenter AM playing in the background. Um, but I guess it just depends on what they put out. So, like, whenever it comes to Sundays during NFL season, they always do, um, I can't remember exactly what they call the series, but I'll watch, like, it's, like, usually 15 to 20 minutes of speculation on that week's games. But I don't know. I, I grew up with ESPN, so I feel like I'm a little bit biased, but I probably would watch both.
1: Yeah. I, um, I can do without the Disney shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, kids, stuff like that, but especially people like us. I, I feel like that's a no-brainer. Anybody that listens to this podcast, I mean, we did a out of the norm self-development podcast, right? We're not fluffy. We're not yeah. buttoned up. Like we say fuck shit. Like no. we we're able to cuss. And it's like having people like not only that are commentating on the games, but some of these guys are going to be commentating and they're all also betting on the games. Yeah. It adds an, another added layer of like suspense. Um I I would watch that all day. I I'm I'm assuming they're not far behind. That's what it, I think. think. As soon as they can pay someone like
2: shack and they can get someone off of these like broad not, not like the game broadcast but like the pre-game post-game halftime shows and stuff like that and get those guys to cuss on there then i think you're gonna see a lot of movement yeah
3: yeah i mean i'm like from espn i'm more on to bleacher report and they somehow like a little bit quicker yeah, yeah, yeah. at updating like what's going on around the world compared to espn espn's like probably like five ten minutes late to me but like they're also athletes, like, retired athletes are creating podcasts and stuff, and they're talking about current events, and, like, listening to some of their stories lately, it's been cool, because they don't bring, bring that to, like, the ESPN side, so, like, like Warren Sapp, is, um, they just did a podcast with the Pivot podcast, and he was bringing about, like, CTE, how he's up to that year range where he's starting to hear, like, have, like, blanks in his memory where it's affecting that CTE, so that was cool to talk about, because ESPN's not going to talk about it.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be a transition period probably the next five to ten years because you look at, like, even, like, the Nelk Boys. I think they have, like, such a cult following. And, like, they started off doing stupid videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And now they're interviewing, like, high-profile people in, although it's a relaxed manner like we would, so those people can also come on our podcast. But they they do hit them with (laughs) with hard questions, too. And I think that's going to be, like, the new trend. Like, Like, I could see Barstool... I don't think you'll ever overtake like the powers of Disney and ESPN, but I do think you're gonna see a lot more following to
1: a place like Barstool. Yeah. Um, cool. So that one probably took a little bit longer than expected. What uh what else do we have? So something that
0: uh Sal sent that I would have had no idea was happening is that the iPod has been discontinued. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were even still making the <laughs> iPod. They finally laid it to rest. Yep. Yeah.
3: So that, I think that was, uh, the news came out like a couple of days ago. I didn't even know they were still making new ones too. I thought it was like, they stopped making it back in like 2017.
2: I still got like the 160 gig or the 80 gig or whatever it was. And that was the main way that you listen to all your music. We didn't have it on our phones. I back used LimeWare. So. I
3: never used an
0: iPad. Was
3: that? I had never had an iPad. So I was just used like CDs and like Burner. What was always
0: impressive about an iPod, though, is the battery lasted fucking forever. Yeah. And I'm sure the new ones are probably just like an iPhone that just can't call. Um, so the battery probably sucked on those. I'm sure you could probably sh- go on the internet with the new iPods. But uh, pretty impressive that they finally discontinued it. Um, as far as the technology stuff goes, too, uh, FIFA and EA Sports have broken apart, which this happened with uh, NCAA, right? At one point, the, the game. Yeah, That's why we haven't seen an NCAA game I for think so they're,
3: long. I think they're bringing back NCAA. They just created a contract because of how the players are able to now get paid. Yeah. The college players are now getting paid. So I think they're bringing that back. But like FIFA, the whole thing with FIFA, it's like FIFA as an organization is really, really corrupt. It's been going on since forever. And like the why? ask, they're, what it's just, some of like the higher members just take money off for like things like for World Cup, it went to Dubai when it should have been coming to the US. But now the USA is getting in like 2024, or 2026, but it should have happened sooner. Yeah. But it's just like a bunch of leeway. I just don't know how to get more into detail about it, but it's been going on for years. So uh,
1: what's hap- So what happened here, because I saw the headline, so they asked, because I saw they brought like, um, what was it? The game alone brought in 20 billion in sales over the past 20 years. Yeah. So a billion dollars a year, but what like did they ask for too much money oh well, yeah so
3: fifa was asking for a billion dollars for a contract i was like there's no video game company that's going to like yeah i was pretty blown away by a
0: billion dollars yeah. like that's a humongous number right. like i know soccer is a, a huge sport but when we're talking strictly like a video game that like niches it down even further and then the fact of um soccer isn't quite as popular here as it is in europe uh, I thought billion a billion dollars was huge price tag.
1: So but the E the uh the EA sports, like the actual like, you know, like there's like uh um, leagues and shit. Yeah. It's like the like FIFA is huge, like bigger, like, oh, yeah. I bigger play FIFA. Bigger, bigger than years. any like you see like the the Madden ones, the, like the professional Madden players and all that. Mm-hmm. Like apparently FIFA just trumps that, yeah. especially across FIFA's the world.
3: FIFA's number one for like sporting games wise, and that thing comes Madden and then two K two K is like kinda yeah. tied with that. Easy. And NHL is slowly coming up too, but like I've been playing FIFA since like FIFA 11. Well, it
2: looks like uh, the NCAA college football with EA Sports is coming back in the summer of 2023 according to the CEO of Collegiate Licensing. So, um, looks like we'll see that come back here soon.
1: For sure. So, um, I had one that's not on here, and it's just we'll keep this really short because uh, you guys know Peloton has just been fucking tanking. Yeah. So at one point they were worth Did
2: another person dying in a Netflix episode or no, something like yeah. that on no, a Peloton.
1: No, I think they're just putting themselves in the graves yeah. at this point. So <laughs> uh, fifty billion at one point. You know how much they're worth now? Is it like two hundred million or? What? It's in the billion still. It's still in the billion? but it's four billion. Oh, wow. So going Damn. from fifty billion to four billion, um, and it's in less than a. I mean, they they had to peak like mid pandemic in yeah. 2020 so we're talking year year and a half and that short of time that's fucking insane so
0: somebody will eventually buy them out um i don't know if it'll be like an apple and amazon but they will get bought out and i don't know if this is like a there was talks about it a couple months ago about them getting bought out and the stock actually went up for like a week after that and then it came out that that was actually not true and it didn't get bought so then the stock literally just
1: Turned around, went the other way again. Yeah, they do have a new CEO, and that's kind of why they yeah. they made news. So that was interesting. That That's one of those deals, though. It's like you
0: literally have an exercise bike at home. I mean, my wife has one. She rides it, like, every single day. But that's got to be a very small percentage of people that actually buy a $2,500 bike or whatever they cost and use it every day. It's just like a gym membership. Like, gyms thrive off of people who don't show up. Like, that's their business model. So, um it's kind of different for Peloton because you need people to be paying that membership to go ride the bike.
1: Yeah. So, Brad, I'll just tee it up for you because I know I knew you were going to bring it up. Um, your boy, uh, uh, your boy Musk, plans to unban your boy Trump on Twitter, saying <laughs> actually saying that like straight up that it was a fucking dumb move by them.
0: Yeah, so I actually didn't read a whole lot about what uh, Elon said. I know, I think he did have like some stipulations about it, like moving forward. Um, I didn't read it, so I probably shouldn't talk on it a whole lot. But I do think Trump said that even if he was
1: unbanned, he said he wasn't going to come back. So He did, um, but like there, people are still talking about it. But whenever we talked last, I thought someone was mentioning that he might be under some contract with True Social to where he can't. I, I don't know. I don't know the validity to that, but uh, they're still talking about it, obviously. I guess Elon just made it like completely official, which to me is more of a statement. Yeah. Um, So whether he comes back or not, I think he's just trying to make a point to show the direction he's going in with the platform. And that's all I think it was too.
0: I think it was just a way to be like, hey, this is what's happening. Like, If you don't like it, see you later or whatever. Um, And that's the part that I kind of like about Elon. He's pretty transparent with everything he does. Um, if you don't like him you don't like him and I don't think he cares either way yeah yeah guys so uh, come back for our episode that'll drop a couple days that's gonna be on flexibility and adaption in the business cool we appreciate you guys deuces later